I've never seen anything like that. In your life have you seen anything like that? You are being watched. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I didn't hit record button. Who's doing it? <laughs> who, who are you? <laughs> big, big Brother's going to be a part of the Poor Offers podcast tonight. Do you yeah, have? I gotta ask you, Dan. Do you have? Do you have a camera in the corner of your room looking at you now? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I had. Uh, you know, it was crazy. This about the second, the second round I was shooting last week on vacation is like, like I said, like I, I didn't even like score particularly bad. It's just like I felt like I was exhausted. And I just didn't know where the ball was going. I hit it. But I had like the, the last hole I played before I walked off the course. Um, I was like real pissed off. I, I hit the it was a par four, and I I, I hit the six iron off the tee, and I had like a I had just had a wedge to go into the green, like a flop wedge, and I and I just didn't put enough on it. Like I miss I misjudged the distance, and like I, I fucking flubbed it. Like I didn't flub it. I just didn't hit the right distance. And it, there's enormous trap. Like it's a really elevated green. There's enormous trap right on the front edge of it. And it was like enormous very steep. Trap. Enormous. <laughs> the enormity of it. And I hit yeah. like a flop wedge. So it came in from a, from a great height. And it basically, it just embedded right on in the, into the side of the hill. Just it like, it was short by basically like three feet. It was three feet longer. It would have been a great shot. But so it was like embedded in there. Like, so I had like a real embedded sand line on a very steep, like steep, like sand lie. And I was just like, just <laughs> stomping up there. And I was like, so pissed and angry and everything. I didn't even care. So I got up there and like, I was just I was just reading Tiger's book the night before, like how I play golf. Which you know, could there any be like any boring or name for a golf book than what Tiger <laughs> called his golf book? How I play golf, <laughs> duh. <laughs> no shit, Tiger. I hope you didn't spend a lot of time on that title. I thought you played pool. Well, yeah. I was mistaken. <laughs> wow, played, what a surprise! How I played badminton. <laughs> <laughs> Golf, the golf magazine asked me to write about playing golf, but I just felt badminton's more my passion. <laughs> so I got, I was just reading about like, I already kind of knew how to play a lot like that, but it was just kind of like a reinforcement. So I got up there and like widened my stance and opened it up since it was steep and then just like swung like hell at it. <laughs> and like, I actually, it, it came out great and it landed and rolled right up to like, just like a few feet away from the pin. But I was like so angry at that point that I couldn't even appreciate it. And the guys were playing were like, whoa, great shot. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> were they seeing that the angry tim come out or were you like silently well, angry that's like a reason though i left too because like angry tim can come out around people i know but like these people are like on vacation too and they're like i don't want to be like no one wants to play with a dickhead like and i know we're, like we're not good enough to complain that much about our golf game but everyone gets like really frustrated sometimes and like i was getting to the level of frustration just because i couldn't like con- i couldn't control the ball the way i, I normally do and i just I just felt like I didn't know where it was going. I'm like, these guys don't need to see that. <laughs> these guys they don't need to see angry of, Tim. You, you you did it out of mercy. Mercy to going... myself, mercy to the course, mercy to the guys I was playing with. The one guy was riding along with his wife. They were like, they were probably like 75, and they were out there just riding along, and she's like trying to have a nice day, and I'm like, motherfucking yeah. son of a bitch. I'm like, I was like, I was like, I was like swearing hard. I was waiting until they got far enough away from me, and then I was like cursing hard, like under my breath. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I like I was hyperventilating into a bag. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Dude, that's it's like it's like if you gotta like 
rip like a really bad fart, but you got to hold it in forever. <laughs> yeah. And you finally get like a moment alone and it goes out. It's like, oh, and it's like 10 minutes long. <laughs> you're like, you're holding on, you're swearing in. So it just, it just, you couldn't stop it once it started. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a not silent, but it was deadly. At that point, I wanted to just like grab one of like the poisonous snakes from the undergrowth and just like latch it onto my throat and be like, poison. Just fucking, fucking end it all. I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> Stick my head in an alligator's mouth. Just clamp down, baby. Hand it down. Like that's, that's a next level right there. I don't know if I ever. Well, you know, because told... it's like. It was like hot too, so I was like getting, I was, I was, I was hot and bothered. That that doesn't help at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's like sweat was pouring down my face, like I was in the the bush in Nam. <laughs> Watching out for Charlie. Yeah. Um. For for those of you, well, let's welcome you to another episode of Poor Golfers Podcast. For those of you who didn't know, we didn't record last week because. My uh, my partner in crime here was on vacation in Hilton Head, South Carolina, yeah. and apparently uh, the golf course was not kind to him that day. One was and one wasn't. I met, I told you I missed my first hole in one by about by about a foot. Just missed it. That just will suck your heart right out. Yeah, it was like. The guys I was playing with too was like a father and son duo from Michigan, and they were like, "Oh boy, oh boy," because it was like covering, <laughs> yeah. it was covering the flag the whole way. It was dead on it. And they're like, "Oh baby, oh baby, baby, baby," and I'm like, "Don't say anything. You're gonna jinx me." <laughs> <laughs> they were and they were cheering on. But it landed and it bounced and it had but it had like real good backspin, so it, it hopped and just like instead of like rolling that extra foot or so, it just stopped. <laughs> And then, you know, you proceeded to have one of your worst golf days ever after that. Bruh. Yeah. 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 That, that day, like the, the back nine, I was like, every, every ball went where I told it to go. And then like the two days later I showed up on the golf course and I started on the driving range. I just started, I was hitting balls and they were just like, like, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Like, why is it? And I was like real tired. Like I said, I wasn't sleeping well. So at that point I was like real tired. So I was like half, like my eyes were half open. I was like, did anybody else see that? <laughs> was it? Was, please no. They're like, they're like the firecrackers. Go, <laughs> well, he's like, I was hitting some of like my, I was hitting like snap hook, like my, you know, my snap hook. So I was hitting like some hard snap hooks, hooks that are like a boomerang that was hitting me in the back of the head. And then like, yeah, I followed up with like, I, I never sliced my irons. Like I never do it. And then I'd slice an iron. I'd be like, I don't slice that. Well, how'd that happen? How'd I go from like a snap hook, like left turn at Albuquerque to a, to a slice? It's like, it's like you stepped into an alternate universe. Yeah. Briefly. Like, everything's only... going backwards. It, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's like, that's golf for you. It was like in Bizarro World, all of a sudden. The only bright spot was I I hit a good, I hit like, I took my driver out once the whole day and I hit it really good. I hit like, I bombed one. Yeah, you got one satisfaction out of it. I had to like really calm myself down ahead of time too. I was like, nice and easy, Tim. Just let it go. You need a meditation like Phil does apparently. 
I know. Get get Zen. Um. He was, yeah. He was. It was. You could see how he was like yeah, his like breathing on the last hole. He was like, he <gasps> he was trying, was man. Like, when especially when like the crowd was surrounding him, he was like. It, <laughs> 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 Maybe it's like agoraphobic, like anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> he said in a post game interview that he that he deals with a lot of his his head is. Who knows more said me? Like there's eight million thoughts going on there at once. So mm-hmm. I I can see the the need to stress the the staying in the moment is was the key phrase of of the weekend. Oh yeah. Let me ask yeah. you this before we uh before we dive into did uh, something happen this weekend? Yeah, I think somebody <laughs> won this weekend. Hit bomb. I, I want to get your opinion. And attack on the pin. Like obviously, golf is a game of numbers, and the score you get is ultimately what you're judged by mm-hmm. but do you have rounds of golf where you feel like the score didn't reflect how you actually played like yeah either you 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 felt like you played better than the score reflected or you got lucky and probably got a high probably got a lower score than you should have yeah that's i got a great example of it there was the round i walked off on the other day I looked at my scorecard when I got, I was like, first of all, I was like, so I was like, so angry that I couldn't even look at my scorecard for a little while. And then like, eventually I sat down and like, I, I calmed down a little bit and I looked at the scorecard and I shot a 48 on the front nine. But, uh, but you, I was just like, be able so to furious. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be able to, I was just so furious about the way I was, I was striking the ball. But like, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't actually shoot that bad. And then I, I even had like a par on the back nine, uh, right and I was like, I hit the ball so poorly today, but I didn't score that bad. And I've definitely had days where I just like at Deerfield, which is one of the courses we're playing, which is a tough course, uh, where I've hit the ball like extremely well and and just couldn't like and just couldn't seem to score. Like I, I couldn't there's days where I'm like, I'm gonna fucking break eighty today on this course because I'm hitting the ball so well and it'd be like eighty six. God, I, that's hurts. kind of um that kind of summarizes it my uh, my tears. round of nine holes today that I played. Um, Which I probably had <laughs> uh the the score I think was higher than I felt like I played. Um, oh, okay, I had probably my best ball striking round of golf this year. Wow, and my and my and my chipping was actually um adequate. Well, I'll say it's Adequate. amazing. It, 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 it didn't get in the way. We uh, strive for like, adequacy. Yeah, I, I strive for fail. just chip it and get it on the green, and then we'll mm-hmm. go from there. I'm not like, you know, trying to like, oh, man, I didn't get it within three feet. That was a total fail. Like, right now, mm-hmm. it's like my goal is to not chip it over or roll through the green, but We're actually putting, keep baby. it on the green. And, and I was actually, I felt like I had control today with that, and my irons oh. were... It just felt like it was like the first time in a while that I felt like I guess maybe the ultimate thing was I wasn't thinking very much. I was just kind of going with the flow, um, and I felt yes. more comfortable that way. Like, yes, because because we we talked about like oh, yeah. you know we talked about the last round of golf I had where it was like it was like your round of golf where it's like literally I went I walked off the course because I just <laughs> I, when you get those days where you just feel like you you can't get anything right mm-hmm. and you know at least you know i you know i shot a 52 today which i'm not there you go incredibly proud of but i'm gonna blame that on the 
you know the the putter kind of let me down but the the greens i played on were absolutely horrible wow. i mean they oh, were basically so. they, they weren't rolling they were skipping <laughs> there, was, there was no roll it was it was like doop, 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 doop. I, I hate that i hate that because you can't even and tell under those conditions whether you actually putted bad like did you actually putt well and you just can't yeah, tell like, because it was so the green so bad i hit a couple where it's like yeah that's going in and it just was because it wasn't really <laughs> smooth it would go as go to left so i probably left about maybe five or six strokes on the course just because of that so but at the end of the day i'm off. like Huh? You can subtract those off, Dan. Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I already... Sub- I call my green adjustment. <laughs> I mean, I won't lie. I probably subtracted a few mulligans off. Like, <laughs> the, the first my first tee shot, I topped it. So, I automatically, I subtracted that. I'm like, that was just It's practice. before June. Before June, you can <laughs> you can subtract mulligans off. <laughs> oh, is that how it is? You, it's, yeah, the, it's just the practice. season has officially started. Yeah. So it means it'll officially start when we all play together. Oh, that means, shit. That uh, means no mulligans at all for the whole weekend? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so. So, while I, you know, and didn't get the greatest score, I, I feel, for the moment, I feel all right, even though my, my drivers let me down again. You know that's what's like nice, the, though? Go ahead. I, I just feel like with the driver, driver it's like, if one little thing is off, it just like, I feel like I, if I'm not swinging my irons perfect, I can still get a decent shot out of it. But if I'm not swinging my driver, absolutely perfect. It's just a complete hook. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, like I said, there's no, it's either straight or it's like, it's Mm -hmm. weird. I don't, I don't know why it is with, what is it with the driver? And like the three, I ended up the last three holes, I ended up pulling the three wood out. And I hit that a little bit straighter. I still don't know yeah. what it is with a driver. Why is it the driver is so much more temperamental than me? Because you're swinging harder. You're swinging um, hard, Dan. You're thinking about it, probably. You're thinking about hitting bombs, activating those calves. I, I did think about it. Like, in the <laughs> beginning, I was like, because I told you I went to the range the other day, and I hit a couple good drives. I'm like, yeah, it's coming back <laughs> now. And then Ooh, I, boy. you know, second hole in, I'm hit. I'm flying them left and right so i'm like well they all but go left they if you're hitting hooks left. if you're hitting hooks though like you're actually you're, you're in a good position because you're not that far away from like hitting a really good consistently good shots hooks are like That's mistakes I mean. you make when you over when you when you're like close to hitting the ball really well so you I just, just gotta change a little wh- bit maybe that's maybe why should grip. When i i know i mean i i have the same grip for for every club are you that cer- I use. Are you, cer- are you certain you're, you're using, your grip hasn't changed over time? That's like the most insidious thing in golf is like your grip will change. Like your swing like will mostly stay the same, but your grip might change a little bit over time. And it just like, it changes like fractions each time until all of a sudden you're like, how did I end up with like a, a really strong grip? Because usually when you're hooking the ball, you got a strong grip. Yeah, your, your grip's too strong. I mean, I, I think my grip is kind of strong in general. Um, just because I, I felt like I didn't have control of the clubs as well when I was, I went through this whole phase last year where I was like, maybe I just need to have a weaker grip. So I was like trying all this stuff. And then I felt like the club was just flopping all over the place. So then mm-hmm. I went back to what I used to do and you know, it hasn't really been a problem, but mm-hmm. 
you know, hmm. it's golf. You know, you never get it. You never get it all figured out. You know. You know what's it's, nice it's, though? Reading like reading like Tiger's really boringly named book, and also Justin Thomas just tweeted something about this today. Is that it's it's it is exactly the same experience for professionals as it is for everybody else. Like Justin Thomas said, like there's days where he hit the he hits the ball well and he doesn't score well, and and vice versa. And uh, Tiger was saying that in in his book. That's when he decided to change his swing after the the Masters that he like do- dominated at. He like he felt like he watched all the video of his you know after he was done partying. Of course, he watched the video <laughs> of of his entire round and like noticed like all sorts of problems that, that he had in his swing and he just wasn't hitting the ball that well but he's but he scored but he scored well enough to win by a lot obviously and then he decided to change his entire swing so it's like you know they have the same experience like they have frustrating days like where they just don't understand like what what's wrong and tiger is saying like you know just just something small that's wrong in your timing has a big impact because it only has to be off if you something small in your swing might put your shot off by like five yards but five yards is a big deal when you're aiming at a green that's not that big. Yeah, I mean, I so. think we all make mistakes. It's just the the pros' mistakes are much much smaller, much more, you know. Not always. Well, <laughs> hence hence in point was it the the thirteenth hole for uh, from Phil Mickelson over the weekend. Yeah, where he he hooked it into the water on Saturday, and then the duck hook. He didn't duck hook. Yeah, it, but it was close. It was it close. A, it wasn't a pretty hook. It wasn't. It was a yeah. serious hook. It wasn't like a uh, that was done intentionally. That was like no. It just got away from him. That was like a Joe Frazier hook. <laughs> <laughs> ready blow. Ready it. blow. Uppercut. <laughs> take a, like Nintendo's that, punch out. Is this, is that punch <laughs> out. <laughs> Oh my god. A classic game. Oh yeah. Speaking of classic, history mm-hmm. was made this weekend. If you didn't know, somebody uh, named Phil Mickelson won a freaking major. Hit bombs. Hey, like, and attack the pin. Mickelson. You know, I'm like it's weird cuz like we've had this talk before, like recently about Phil about like because we were talking about, like, is he just going to go to the seniors tour because he's been struggling on the PGA so much mm-hmm. that we, you just felt like maybe that was it for him just because he was not doing very well. Mm-hmm. But at the same, it's weird because it's like I'm I'm highly surprised, but I'm not surprised at the same time because, mm-hmm. like, I think through all his struggles, it was never a, a physical thing. Like, you know, I, anyone who's kind of watched Phil, it's like he's – you know he does this this cheesy antic stuff with the calves and the <laughs> hitting bombs and all that stuff. But if you look at it, like if you look at someone in his age, like that that age group, like no one's done more work to to improve their game than Phil. I mean, yeah, it's he true. transformed his whole body. I mean, he 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 looks like he looks better now at fifty than he did when he was playing <laughs> at thirty. It's funny, I isn't mean, it? Like you look back at those the videos and pictures of him back then, and like. Phil looks a lot better now. <laughs> yeah, he's like chubby face. There was no, there was no calves involved. There was the calves no. were very deactivated. <laughs> deactivated. They're they're deflated like <laughs> sad deflated <laughs> footballs. <laughs> so it's like, cushions. you know, it's like I was shocked a little bit that he was able to pull it off, but like looking back on, it's like 
you know, he's he's still good enough to compete at mm-hmm. this level, and obviously he proved it this weekend. I mean, what, what's yeah. your initial thoughts on it? I am not surprised because actually you and I have been talking about him for a while, and I keep saying like he's like his game isn't isn't bad. It's it's the, like the decisions he makes once in a while that they get him. It's not like he's out there like he he can hit the ball as far as anybody. You know his his wedges are still great. His putting is is good. It's not great, but like it's the decisions that he makes from time to time that are that are what get him. And like it's because of his like hyper aggressiveness, and that's like his style. But like all he has to do, like we're joking around about, like just deflating the calves like a little bit, not not all the way, but just deflate them a little bit. Yeah. Like all he has to do is like is like make a few different decisions at different points, and like I there was no reason I I couldn't see him winning because his game is still that good. Like. You you could watch him for a stretch of time when he wasn't making a bad decision, and and he's like there, and then he'll make like a few bad decisions in a row, and then he like falls off the never never land. And I don't know if he just gets like distracted or what, but I'm not surprised that he's. I'm glad as a major. Like I I was convinced that he was going to win again on the tour. Like I didn't know it was going to be a major, and it's kind of really cool that it was in like such like a difficult course and difficult conditions against like such steep competition. So I think it just somehow he pulled it all together like this week like all his focus or whatever he's been doing and like just made the right decisions and hit the ball well i think he he gave a lot of credit to his brother for helping him read the wind correctly but yeah don't you think shy. it's don't you think it's a little ironic that the old the the oldest player in the history of the, uh the game won a major on the on the major that was uh the longest measuring major distance wise ever oh was it really yeah they said that's the, the yardage wise this is the longest major that's ever been played and it was won wow. by the oldest player i love you it you know it's like it, it just like this whole like i know he's like he's big on you know he hit bombs and, and obviously he hit some <laughs> bombs but that's yeah. not his you know other than him joking about it, that's not really his mo like you don't think of phil mickelson like same as like Bryson DeChambeau or Tony Finau or DJ, like not now, ripping off 350, zone. 360 or whatever consistently. Yeah. But it's like, it just, it, it cracks me up that it's like, it was that long, but yet the experience and the knowledge and the mental part of it is what I think really won the, the weekend for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, Phil's like, Phil's great gift is like his vision for the game, like his ability to like see like opportunities and shots that other people might not see and, and, and the ability to execute them too. And then like, you know, his incredible kind of short game, uh, apart from putting, I don't know that he's ever been really known for his incredible putting, but his wedge game is like, you know, the stuff of legends. So yeah, he he's probably the best. I would argue he's probably the best wedge player of all time. Yeah, but obviously I've... he hold he hold in that one Tough from to the sand. <laughs> he hold in that one from the sand. That was like vintage Phil Mickelson right there. It's like we had a a vintage Phil moment in this, and I think it was cool that there was that kind of shot because I think whenever it comes to like majors, like you always want to have like that one shot that's like memorable, and it's not you know a long drive is not going to be memorable or no. but nope. something like that chipping is going to chip in for the bird. That's, that is pretty cool. That's going to that's going to symbolize that whole win for him, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like 
for one, I think it, it it's kind of hard to root against Phil. Like, I think he's <laughs> yeah. probably one of the most liked players and probably like one of the best ambassadors for golf. Mm-hmm. Like, just the dude just oozes passion for the game, and yeah. He he's he's the complete opposite of the run well not the runner up but the, his his playing partner yesterday Brooks Kepka who's like <laughs> could sure. they have more of a could they have more of a different reaction to the yeah. the, the events that happened on Sunday if you didn't Can't see troll, troll. Uh, Brooks post game interview he uh, he was busting some, a few sour grapes and yeah That's not awesome. happy and I mean I can't blame the guy for. Someone jostled being upset because he obviously he's going out there to win, and he, I think in a lot of ways he probably beat himself just because he made some bonehead decisions there. Yeah, and his and his putting game was not not on uh-huh. today. No, he missed but, some short ones. Yeah, I know. It was like that first six holes was ridiculous. He was that, shooks Kepka for the first six holes. Like, he was shook, Dan. You were right. <laughs> but but Phil was too. It was like they were having like. It was like two swing lead changes, like every hole or something. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I don't know. I was. I think the announcers were getting exhausted a little bit. But I, I don't. How do you feel about the Brooks being so negative afterwards and basically like ah, sh- shitting just... on the fans and be like tried tried to implicate that like you know well I don't know I think some of them were going for the knee or something. And it's like I'm just trying to protect my knee, and you know the fans don't give a shit. I'll, I'll agree that the, the the security probably got out of hand, and and people were going <laughs> yeah. nuts. But yeah, there's a time and a place, and you know when you have such a historic win, it's like you don't want to be that guy that's like, fuck it all. You know what I mean? Whatever. That's kind of just I'm like happy who for he is, Phil, though, but you know? this shit sucks. <laughs> Boy, this sucks. Someone bumped my knee. Uh, everybody sucks. I hate you. Fans. Lose. Good day, yeah, sir. Yeah, he's I can leave. But that's what I mean. It's like Phil is like the ultimate like PR guy. Like, yeah, he he can smooth talk his way to anything. And then you got Brooks, who's like, it's not hard. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't hate Brooks. Um, yeah. sometimes he says some stuff that it's like, why did you say that? Like when he called out DJ. And then, you know, DJ went on and beat him. And yeah. then stuff like this, too. It's like, <laughs> I, I, I just like it when he's fo- 100% focused on trolling Bryson. Like, yeah, he just that's, that's to, when you like him. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll win over so many fans just if he just keeps doing that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, don't don't be that guy, man. Like, just, just swallow, swallow your pride a little bit. You know, just say, hey, you know what? You know, I tried my best, but I'm happy for him and glad to be part of the historic, you know, historic event and all that stuff. So, yeah, I it's just Ooh, it's just who, it's like his, it's just his person. It's just like personality and who he is. Like he's always, like you already mentioned the other past incidences. He's just kind of like it's like at the end of the Royal Tenenbaums, where like the guy says to Gene Hackman's character, like I don't think you're an asshole. I just think you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> I think I think I don't I, like I'm not sure like like Kepka's just personality is that he's just kind of like a bit of a dickhead. Like I wouldn't want to yeah. like if there's players that you can get together and hang out with like on, like PGA player like I'd be like you can hang out with Brooks Ke- you want to like a hangout session with Brooks Ke- Kepka for that like that's pass. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I got to go mow my lawn or something. Well, well, Twitter did not, uh, Twitter was going hard on him about it. Like pretty much everyone was in agreement. It's like, dude, you just don't need to say that stuff. Yeah. Um, Sour grapes. Was happy for <laughs> Shooks Kepka now. Is that, now he's got a, that's going to be his new nickname now. Shooks Kepka. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, it was annoying me because like, like the talking heads of golf kind of annoy me in general because like they make the game seem like so ridiculous sometimes. Like it's a fucking Lord of the Rings, like epic. Like you ever notice like the, the, like the pre-round like video and everything before like Phil and Brooks teed off. Uh, it was like, it was like this epic music and like they had like the movie guy talking. It was like, I had the music, so I thought it was just like fuck, fucking preposterous. I'm like, it's a, like I love golf, but it, you know, it's a game, guys. Like, but it's like I was waiting for them to like have like Lord Elrond come out and like. In the beginning. Well, I so they're all all over Brooks. Like Brooks is unstoppable. He is like he's a machine. I'm like, um, I don't. Know, he hasn't been very machine like lately. I mean, he's just a, he's like another human being. Uh, he's got his faults and stuff, and honestly, he blames his. It's a health a lot, but well, you know what? He's, he's not that much of a beast. He, you remember he collapsed in the PGA tournament last year, a mm-hmm. um, PGA champion last year, and there was no need to blame for that. And yeah. and, he, and he came out and said afterwards, is like his knee was feeling fine up until he got in the crowd, then someone, yeah, someone, someone brushed got... against it or something. Oh, don't make me laugh. I don't want to say it, but like you know, growing up playing sports, there's always that one kid who's like who's like obviously like a talented player but like as soon as anything bad happens like oh i'm injured there's always there's always there's always one there's always like whether it's baseball or hockey or whatever there's always a player who's great until like they they fuck something up and then it's like oh uh, i'm injured i i can't play and like listen everybody makes mistakes sometimes you you just throw a phone in a stinker like you can't do anything about it you don't need to play up like a you don't need to pretend like your your injury all of a sudden got you how are you feeling about Brooks' chances going into the final round? I thought, it, like I said, I think I thought it could go either way. Starting the round, like because, like the I don't know necessarily it's because of the players per se, but because like the course was so challenging and like the conditions are so variable that like you know the, there are only there's only what there was a, there was there a two stroke difference between them or a three stroke difference when they started. I think there's a two stroke difference. Yeah. Either way, true. like. Is either way, like I felt like a ball could get blown off course and just like roll off into water. Like it was too. That's why I felt like it was just like too much can go wrong just from like the course standpoint and like the conditions to like be able to tell who it was. So I kind of, I kind of thought it was maybe fifty fifty. I mean, going into the first couple of holes, it's like I really felt like, wow, this could be anybody's game. Yeah. Um, you know, I think deep down we were all hoping that you know. Because like you mentioned earlier about Phil and, and taking chances and like that was like, especially earlier in his career, that was like his mo. He's like he'd always like, well, let me try this shot, yeah. and then he would like knock himself out of contention. And it's like he Fatality. went on forever, like as like the greatest player ever to not win a major. Yeah, and it's because like he would be like, well, I'm gonna try to hit it around this tree and you know curve it over here and then. Yeah. <laughs> End up smacking another tree and then getting like a, you know, a double or triple on a hole and then it'd be like, oh, well, there goes Phil again. Uh-huh. The part part of me was like, I was hope like, I didn't see him make, like, I watched him Saturday pretty much the whole time and I didn't really, 
other than you know knocking it in the water on on 13 mm -hmm. um i didn't really see him make like a whole lot of mental errors so i was hoping mm -hmm. that maybe this is a new new phil mickelson and he only i think what was it um 16 or 15 or no 17 17 is the one where uh it's no, the part three this mixed up yeah 16 is the one where he knocked what was the one he knocked it in the water? Was it 13? He said, if you're not 13. Me, yeah. yeah, I'm all over the place. You sound, like, you sound like uh, someone running an auction right now. Here we are, 14, here we are, 15, here we are, 16, here we are, 16, here we sold! 13! And I got 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 13 it is. Yeah. Oh, no, too though, slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I used to work for an auction company, so I got to hear I'll all that. That's actually kind of convincing, stuff. Dan. Did they yeah. ever let you get up there and did they ever let you actually do the auctions? No, no, thank you. Oh, I want no fun. part of that. Would you keep? Would you be able to keep a straight face doing it? No, I wouldn't. No. I get someone to be pissed at me. You didn't see my, my <laughs> You didn't see me wiggle my pinky a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's the worst that fucking best. I know. Have you ever been to an auction? The best part about it is like they try to like do the least amount to let somebody know it's like I don't know if it's some kind of like <laughs> gameplay or something, but it's yeah. like I, I, I scratched my nose a little bit this way. I I, <laughs> I, I shook my one eyebrow. Didn't you, know, you I, see me lift my right testicle? Didn't you see? <laughs> Didn't you see that? It's the worst. What kind of auctioneer are you? <laughs> and then they always get mad when it's like, well, you didn't see me. I'm like, bro, you Did didn't you... move. <laughs> bro. Did you see I was, the hairs raised on my left raise on my left arm? <laughs> I, I was I was stroking the inside of my teeth with my tongue with my mouth closed, didn't you? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> That was the only time I saw Phil when he knocked it in the water again. I think he just tried to get too much out of it instead of playing it safe. But yeah, other than that, he was he was calm and collective. And you know how how many times did they talk about his breathing? It's like, <laughs> his breathing. Just, well, yeah, I, I was like, worried. I was a little worried about him actually. I was like, Phil's fifty. Like, is he doing a cardio? Is is? I hope Phil's not about to have a heart attack on the eighteenth hole when he's walking up. Cause he was like doing his breathing and everything. I was like, "Oh shit, is he all right? Is he he's is he going down?" It's <laughs> like, what if, it, what if he he drops dead after the putt? Like, if if he hits the putt and then just keels over, does it still count if it goes in? I don't know. It's already in motion, you know. To... Yeah, it's already in motion. If he expires while it's in motion, does it still count? That's just There's very probably rule about saying. it. Actually. There's probably a rule about it. I guarantee there's some Scottish guy. Rule 58, section C. You know. <laughs> Player dies mid-stroke, the ball still counts. Player must be alive <laughs> to remove ball from hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I, I agree I, with you. I think that was kind of it. I never felt... Well, first of all, I never... I can't remember watching a golf tournament where they talked about breathing so much. <sighs> Yeah, and and you know, Phil's and Nick. I mean, Faldo. You know, he kept going on about it because 
Sir Nick, that's just what he does. He finds yeah. something, fixates on, and he just sticks. He just sticks he with does. it. Does a dog wearing a bone? <laughs> you have to wonder at this point how well his breathing's holding up. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> like, well, <laughs> Nick, he's still standing up, and like that's main. That's the main purpose of breathing is <laughs> keep you alive. So I guess his breathing's probably doing all right if he's still alive. So, but he would. He was laser sharp focused i didn't the only time i saw him kind of like you know crack his his uh very stoic position on the on the course i think he gave a ball to a handicapped kid uh i think after that hole out oh okay um and then he and then he made some wisecrack too about i guess when the ball was out of bounds and he got relief um but other than that he was uh he was stone-faced the whole time he was stone-faced yeah he was like he was like i've never seen him like serious like that yeah it's weird because he's always like the the prankster and you know yeah it's kind of he was like yeah (laughs) like this is a this is a this phil has turned into a robot at this point (laughs) the phil bot Zing! Zing! I'm here all night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. But yeah, that's um. It was quite a tournament. Um. It was weird because I felt like, for a while there, I felt like it's like. Nobody was really like stepping up, like to really like take charge. Yeah. Um. Especially the like the first hour or so of it mm-hmm. it's like you know louis could not put for anything yeah he left um, some on the table there uh you know louis goose hating louis goose i don't even want to say his <laughs> i can't name. His, his last name <laughs> well, he's like, Hagen yeah, Oost- <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ustazen could not putt. No, he couldn't. But he couldn't putt on Saturday either. Like the, his his last nine holes on Saturday, he was missing putts left and right, and I wasn't too upset about it. No, because he he got a very you got beef with Louie, don't Saturday. you? Not him per se, but it's like you went. It's like it was a questionable ruling, and then you kind of went to golf gods to you know to make it right and they made it right so <laughs> i was happy thou shalt not make another putt <laughs> over six pretty feet. much that's the way it was but yeah i don't it's know how, tough... how, how'd you feel yeah. about the competition uh, i just think it was, it was a weird leaderboard but uh i was really hoping jordy would you know i'm a big jordy fan i was hoping he'd like get something going like on the last day but I think you know this is the thing that gets me in these these talking head like of golf is that they were talking about like oh the course should play much easier today it's got like a following wind on the um you know the front nine or whatever and, and it helps out a little bit on the back and i'm like sitting, sitting there it's like well how the fuck do you know how hard it's gonna play you've been out there playing it like you've seen these guys playing it all week like it's i mean the wind is is challenging but it's not the only factor out there i mean it's gonna be really dried out too like the greens are gonna be really dried out. They're gonna be fast. Like the wind is still variable, even though it's generally from a direction. Doesn't mean like it's not variable too. So I'm like, they're talking it up at the beginning of the round, like how much easier, how easy it's gonna be. And I'm like, have you not seen this course all week? It's like torturing people. <laughs> like John Mom, 
is is about to like he's he, John Rahm's gonna pull a Tim Lewin and and run off like just walk off the course. Yeah, I mean he he was having a, Rory started off all right, then he completely collapsed. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, you know JT Justin Thomas was never in it. Yeah, I was bummed he um, didn't he didn't make the weekend. Yeah, I was. There was a lot of like, I think that's kind of like, but that's what how we want a major to be played though. You want it to be yeah. like single digit wins so mm-hmm. and it's surprising for the pga because the pga is typically one of the like this played more like a u.s open than a pga championship yeah it really today. yeah it really did i loved it what, um, you know my sec my second favorite thing this weekend dan was watching bryson just hit the ball bomb it into the rough bomb it into the sand trap go sand trap to sand trap i loved it the lack of control was marvelous. Control. Did you see control, the one soundbite? I think it was on um on Friday. He 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 hit it into the marshes, mm-hmm. and at one point, like he's like knee deep in the marshes, and he made some <laughs> soundbite. He's like, "I'm not even mad. I hit a great drive," and he's out of bounds. <laughs> he's out of I'm bounds. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> and even like the announcers is like, "Oh my gosh, he's still talking about the drive." Yeah, this guy's fixing. He's got yeah. problems. <laughs> it's like, like he, you know, Bryson. It helps to hit the ball into the fairway. Keeps a lot easier he, um, hitting the ball in the fairway. Going into Sunday, he was like, I won't lie, he was like hovering, mm-hmm. and then he completely collapsed on Sunday. I didn't see, you know, lots of we were watching, you know, the final pairing, but apparently Bryson had a a plus six or something yeah. on Sunday. I I didn't feel like even though he was you were right he was hovering I never felt like at any point during the week that he was going to win like it wasn't even like a little quiver of doubt in me that like oh Bryson might make put on a run and go at it. I was like this course is going to eat him alive he says he he lacks any kind of mental toughness he's got the he he's got the um you know the strength of a five year old. When it comes the mental to strength, like, yeah, the mental strength, like not the Jack, physical maybe. strength, the, men- the mental strength of a, of a child, a, a child. child. You act like a child, a wee little boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you just want to talk to him like a little child. Like, yeah. did you not get par on this court, Bryson? Oh, did Boo Boo not get a Did Boo Boo not get a pop, popsicle? <laughs> <laughs> Protein popsicle. Um, yeah, you know what he's gonna be doing after this. He's gonna he's gonna study Phil, and he's gonna like he's gonna go in and and develop breathing metrics, and he's oh gonna like gosh, have a no. have a measure around his chest so that he breathes exactly once no, every four God, seconds, four point no, two three seconds, no, no. and like he gets a certain liter. He's gonna be like, my lungs are currently full of three liters of oxygen. <laughs> I mean, this, and he's gonna this he's, is... he's gonna work on his calf activation too. He's gonna be like, my calves. Are thirteen point eight percent activated when I walk and forty eight percent activated when I swing. <laughs> I mean, it sounds outrageous, but this is coming from the guy who was like analyzed his chew rate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's someone mean, like, sitting, sitting across from him and he's chewing and he starts too fast, too fast, and he like slapped the food out of his mouth. <laughs> it's like you you cannot make this up, people. Yeah, bro, bro, you're chewing too fast, bro. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. It's like, like I said, I never felt like at any point 
like anytime, like I think it was Phil's tournament to lose, even going into Saturday. I mean, mm-hmm. Brooks was the only guy that was pretty much standing in the way. Yeah, but I, I don't Louis, know what. Like, like I thought Louis could have done it. His his lack of uh, major wins and his lack of wins in general was was on display on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He tried, but he just had didn't have it. It's not built like that. Yeah, I guess not. He definitely didn't. He, I don't know why he couldn't. I don't know. Oh, who, who am I to talk about not being able to putt worth a damn? It's like my middle name. Tim can't putt worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that was terrible about my golf game on the second round last week. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, putt at all. Like, read a putt. like, I was putting, and, like, like, like the line was, like, here. And I'd put like over here, like I'd put like like thirty degrees offline, and it just like the ball would roll off and like never. And the guys were like real politely like look away when I did it and like do that embarrassing like cl- like clearing their throats like. <clears throat> and I'm like oh, 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 oh bamo, <laughs> Johnny Carson. <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't like that one time we played with those guys and the dude was like picking up my ball. Oh. Uh, I was, that was, I'm still mad about that one. That was like a the, qui- the quiet rage building in you. Then yeah, it was. I thought I, ha- I thought we were gonna have like a falling down situation there, where you just like you just like snapped like what's his name was it Michael Douglas? Yeah, one of the Douglases. <laughs> but um, I mean, I was like, that was a case like you know how you said earlier. It's like I don't want to like show my rage and make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like there was one time where it's like I literally went off on purpose just to make them uncomfortable, just because I was annoyed at that point. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna make this less enjoyable for you fuckers now. Yeah, mind games. You're getting you know, into the mind games, slamming huh? my cup around and all that stuff. And they didn't really, <laughs> they really, they really didn't talk to me much more after that. No, so I was like, so I, I can't. I can't wait for our golf weekend. It seems like it's been like months yeah. and mu- I mean, like, well, shoot, we were planning this shit last year. Yeah, we we planned it and last year, and then yeah, COVID struck and it something ruined it happened. All. I can't quite put my yeah. finger on why we didn't do it, but <laughs> yeah, we've actually only been planning this weekend, like I think for like a, two months maybe, but it just feels like yeah. so much longer. It's the anticipation question is are uh how, how are how are uh jay and brian going to to play uh jay is gonna jay is gonna i don't know you know what you know what i'm gonna say it's it's kind of strange but jay has like I, I could picture jay being a really good golfer because he's like um he gets like he gets like fixated on details and he's actually like he's actually like kind of like a talented you know you definitely wouldn't think to look at him but he's actually like kind of like a talented like athlete and like he's he has very good like hand eye coordination and yeah. he's got like a very good like 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 idea like rhythm of motion so i could see him actually being like a good golfer if he if he felt like committing to it but like when we were in florida he hit some really good shots like he had some good drives off the tee and he had some good shots up up to the green and you know putting is like a completely different game anyway it's like golf is, is split into two games there's golf and then there's putting uh, <laughs> So like he could he could be a good putter. So I don't think he'll shoot really well, but 
who knows? But Cappy might shoot. Cappy's like Cappy's like the most consistent good golfer I know. Like, oh really? He doesn't he doesn't shoot like incredible rounds, but he's consistently like if he if he practiced a lot, Cappy would be really good. Um, he might be a scratch golfer, but he Why like doesn't he, he doesn't play. He he just doesn't. He just does, does other things. He just you know. Just, just, just have fun. Yeah, I don't things. think he's the kind of guy who would just wander on a golf course to play around. He usually just plays golf like socially with people. So well, I'm, he's I'm like uh, opposite. I'm like I think about golf twenty four seven. My life revolves around the next time I can, especially when I have a when I have a bad round, like it just lingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you fall asleep with like your putter in your hands, like? <laughs> no, putting, but I, motion I, all I, <laughs> I have laid down in bed and rethought about the whole. Oh my god! Uh, round I played, yeah. but you know what's funny? I haven't I haven't played a round of eighteen holes since we last played together. Oh I my god! Really? Nine. So mm. historically, um, I do better when I play eighteen because I guess because I'm out there longer and I get more of a rhythm going, uh-huh. especially on the on the back nine, and it. Uh, the only time it didn't work out for me is when we played that 27 holes or whatever. <laughs> by you like the 20th by like hole, I was like, hole. my arms were noodles, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up. I'm done. Speaking of um, picking it up, what do you uh, what do you think Phil's chances going forward uh, with the U.S. Open coming up in his oh. hometown? In his home, wouldn't that be like, wouldn't that be like, like fucking storybook if like he won the U.S. Open too in his hometown? Well, it's like he he would win it in his hometown, and he would he would uh get his career grand slam. Like honestly, oh, yeah. like oh. if I was him, don't even say it. I don't, he he probably <laughs> loves the game too much. If I was him, if I won the U.S. Open, I'd be like, I'm out. Come on, like, walk off on a high note like that. I keep but, the trophy too. I'd be like you guys aren't getting this trophy. I don't want a copy of this trophy. I'm keeping the trophy. <laughs> God damn it! It's my career grand slam, and I'm the oldest like career grand grand slam winner ever. Get a new he trophy. He would be. <laughs> yeah. It was weird when they were talking about career grand slam winners. Like, I thought there'd be a lot of golfers, but the list was only like five or six. There's not many. Yeah, there really are. No, many. it's like I never thought of like. I guess you just assume it's like. People win all these other majors, but it's like it was like all you know it was like Arnie and Tiger and Jack and you Jack. know like Sam not Sam Sneed. I don't know if he did. No, it. not Sam. Um, oh goodness, I'm not looking it up. But the list is very small. <laughs> it's a very select okay. group. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Phil will join it. I, I'd love to see. I mean, if he puts together like a performance like he did this time and like he keeps it dialed in and you know i don't know it's really going to depend like if i think i think i think the advantage will be his if, if it's a very if it plays very tough if it plays like a very tough course and he keeps his head then i think it's his advantage because like you said like i think he's got like the when he chooses to he has like the mental toughness to bounce back but also like he has the shot making ability that that kind of nobody else has and like his his swing, like I was watching him, I was watching him hit some of those bombs. His swing is like so fluid and like it just like a very like like free swing and fluid swing that like 
he's not like he it's look- not like he's going crazy swinging like you see people like swing their asses off you know who they are and <laughs> they don't hit the ball much further but like his swing looks like almost effortless even when he's even when he's hitting the ball hard like he outdrove kepka i think on the 16th hole or something like that yeah by, by like, like a few yards. yards or something yeah yeah and uh be- and and like brooks like he hit the ball hard but like phil got up there and just like you, you could see his swing he's just got like a very long like free swing like free flowing swing and he just like he just like laced the ball without even like putting a lot of effort into it so his i think swing is just his swing is just very naturally long like yeah it feels like it's like <laughs> his arms extend so far out when he swings it's like but like you said it's 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 very fluid like you don't you watch it and you're like you wouldn't think that went 330 some yards you know yeah, exactly. I just watched it, and then the ball just keeps going. Like, oh, there it goes. Hit right. bombs and a tap to the uh, Just a, a quick, quick question: What do you, what do you think is more impressive, Phil winning uh, the PJ this year, or gonna, Tiger winning the Masters? You're going to do this to me. The, it, Tiger winning in the Masters in 2019. Ah, uh, <laughs> fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Why you make me pick? Why are you gonna make me pick? They're both they're both special in their own ways. Um, in their own ways. In their own ways, yeah. Like because there's never like there's never like the storyline in the in like like the you know Tiger Tiger's name Tiger doesn't just have golf or like around them. Tiger's like the name Tiger Woods is like is a storyline. It's like an epic storyline, kind of. I just got done saying how golf's not epic, but an individual's life can be epic and tiger's (laughs) tiger's life is kind of kind of like this epic like uh interwoven like kind of like fraughtness about it so like he's kind of like destroyed his where phil has like kept himself in good shape tiger's kind of like been denoted for destroying his body and destroying most of his life also his personal life he's a great he's a great destroyer of things so he's like he's like damaged and destroyed his body his personal life like his is like a re- redemption story. Like Tiger Woods' story is a redemption story, and Phil's isn't a redemption story, which is like the difference. So I, I, I feel like Tiger's is like more motivating because because it's about redemption, like for a lot of things that aren't just related to golf. It's people associate it with things in his personal life too, but especially with his golf life, like it's a redemption. It's like a return from the grave. Where Phil was never like Phil was never in the grave uh, from my from my perspective. So, and Phil never yeah. had like, Phil never made, had an epic collapse. He just kind of, he's kind of persisted and had like longevity where Tiger's had an epic collapse and came back from it. So, well, I think, I think people naturally love a good comeback story. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and as far as storylines go, I think Tiger has Phil beat. Um, mm-hmm. As far as just, you know, if you're telling a story to, especially to the general, like, Phil is an extremely popular golfer, but he's still not on the same kind of, you know, level that Tiger is as far as, you know, notoriety and popularity. Like mm-hmm. Phil doesn't transcend golf as much as nearly as much as Tiger does. It's kind of funny, um, right? I feel like here's my thoughts on it. Cause I, since I asked you the question, I guess I have to answer it myself. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's you have to take it out of different ways like to me um just from a strictly on course aspect of it i'm gonna i'm gonna give the nod slightly head to phil 
because Guess. slightly Guess. and i'm just i'm just talking about <laughs> i'm just talking about on the course because if you look at tiger tiger obviously has the better story but mm -hmm. tiger was playing pretty well coming up to that masters like he had just come off winning the tour championship he was really mm -hmm. he was building this momentum to him where bill had absolutely zero momentum yeah. the most momentum he had <laughs> no momentum. I think he, was, he, he was a day one leader what two weeks he had no momentum he was like yeah left in the dead like you know people i think kind of hoped it's like well tiger will come back and win another one you know just because he's yeah. tiger woods but i don't think it felt people ever looked at phil that way like you know well because he's phil mickelson he just has to come back and win another one yeah it's kind of crazy I I don't think anybody predicted it, but mm -hmm. um, I think because like, they say it's eight years or something since he's won. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous, and and ridiculous. he was like he was ridiculous. I think obviously it, it's. Me being an older guy, I I, mm -hmm. I have a little personal stake in it because it's like, I feel like especially now, like the younger generation just shits on the old people so much that anytime the older guy gets a win, <laughs> dude, you don't have a goddamn children these days just shitting all over us, dude. You don't have a teenage daughter. She like nope. relishes every chance to tell me how much better Gen Z is than everybody else. Uh huh. So it's like. But just from me being an older guy and seeing like Phil never, Phil never had. I mean, the worst scandal he had was an you know a, an investment scandal, yeah. which is not nearly anything what Tiger went through. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but I think Phil is a testament that like the good guy just putting in a lot of work and eventually it paying off. Yeah. Um. So to me, it that's. I think while he didn't have as many obstacles overcome as Tiger did, I think just the on on the play, you know, what happened on the course, I thought Phil was slightly more impressive just because yeah. he had he had no he had no momentum, he had nothing. Mm -mm. Um, you know, he was he was dropped out of the top one hundred. I mean, like he was um, he wasn't going to play at the U.S. Open this year because unless they, you know, he wasn't going to take yeah, an special exception. exemption, right? Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't going to take it. Um, mm -mm. Good and then he last second he decided to. Well, obviously he doesn't now because he don't need it. <laughs> yeah, he's good now. Yeah, but you know, I think, I think maybe his him mentally, he just thought he wasn't there anymore, and I think he, I think he kind of surprised himself this weekend. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, I'll, I'll just say this on a. On a note to kind of close this podcast out, I think that we're we're extremely lucky that we got to witness all of this. Whether yeah. you think Tiger's was better or Phil's win was better, the fact that you know these are like moments in golf that are like live forever, and the fact we got to witness them both live is is crazy. Especially with like two of the biggest icons to ever play the sport, and both of them being down and out, and both of them coming back and and mm -hmm. getting their redemption um redemption. And, and and you know it's like <laughs> tiger happened before covid and then covid happened and then 
this happens after COVID. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like a bookends of the pandemic, especially with the fans being back <laughs> and bum rushing the 18th green. Bum rushing and, and jostling Brooks's knee a little bit. Yeah. They jostled he, my they, knee. <laughs> they brushed against my <laughs> knee. Ow! Ow! Owie! I hope someone, I hope someone took care of that boo-boo for him. But you know, those scenes, those scenes kind of bookended this whole pandemic we went through. So Mm -hmm. in in some ways I felt like, you know, we're getting through with all this. We're, we're finally over the, over the hump. Phil carrying us on out, carrying us on out of the pandemic. Yeah. Bringing us back to, back to the good days before the dark times. Before the, <laughs> before the, uh, the vids. <laughs> Dan, can you please like do like a like a children's book about it for me? The vids that you can, yeah, but like an audible one where <laughs> the dark times. That's went before <laughs> the dark times, and you can and Phil can be your shining knight, and Phil like before our our hero Phil Nicholson, Phil Mickelson in his shining armor showed up. And vanquished Aww. the vids with his putter, with his weird putter, <laughs> and his and his calves glistening, <laughs> his calm breathing and glistening calves in the morning in the morning wind. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. That mm-hmm. was a that was a good weekend of golf. I just hope yeah. the. Uh, the, the I love having the fans back. I won't lie. It just it didn't feel the mm-hmm. same when, you know, I'm sure for the players they love it too. Except Could you imagine players. if Phil had done this with like during COVID with no fans? Like that that kind of would have sucked. That kind of would really sucked. Like Phil gets yeah. his like a win, another major, and like nobody's there. Just a few polite golf claps. Well, he like he's like. He's like Arnold Palmer reincarnated. He's the people's champ. You know what I mean? He's kind of like people's champ, like the yeah, rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like Arnold, the biggest thing that Arnold Palmer was famous for was, you know, his army mm-hmm. and how he connected with the fans. And I think Phil's pretty much has toted along the same kind of, you know, career. You so know, it's I kind think... of funny though. Like Phil never had like the army. Like it was kind of it was it was for me like the visual standpoint because Phil never really had like like an army. Like you know, Tiger was walk. Tiger would go around the course, and you know, we we've been through where it's just like elbow to yeah. elbow, like fucking legion of people smushing together just to watch him hit a, a ball. But like Phil never really. I don't think Phil ever really had that. Like people weren't. Phil was always great, but I don't think unless he was playing with Tiger, people weren't following around like like elbow to elbow, like crush of people like that. But it, that's why it was cool when he like when he won like the, the last hole, it was like he got that. I don't know if he liked it. I don't think he did. I think it was too many people. <laughs> but I, I he think got at the that moment, crush of people. I think at the moment he didn't like it because yeah. he's trying to win a golf tournament. Mm-hmm. But I think when he gets when he hits back and looks on that, I think that's gonna be a special moment for him. I mean, yeah. who would Plus, not? Who would not love that? You know? Yeah, exactly. Plus, well, Brooks, Brooks wouldn't love it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but plus also I think he set the record for the number most number of thumbs up during a tournament. <laughs> Dude, he was like it was like clockwork. It was like it was, this. Yeah, I was like, it was like, is Phil hitchhiking on the course or is he's gonna like fucking bust a thumb muscle? 
it's like the, to all those thumbs the, up. As the putts drop, the thumbs come up. His, his like his putts were his thumbs were going down towards the end though. He wasn't getting quite the same elevation on his thumbs up as he was the beginning. Is like you ever see yeah. like the killer whales when like their their fin is like flopped over. <laughs> that's 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 what that's that what Phil's thumbs thumb. up were at the end. Yeah, it was just like his thumb was like flopped over to the side. I was like, it, I will say like, this. Okay, I don't. I can't imagine the crowd would have done that for Brooks if Brooks was ahead. I just yeah. don't see that happening. It's not as big a deal, and it's Brooks. I think that was all Phil, and I think it was well-deserved. Yeah. And like I said, it was a a great scene to watch. And You're going to do a Jim Nance impersonation for me? (laughs) No. No. Phil defeats Father Time. (laughs) A win. Tradition. a, a A win for the ages. Win for the ages like no other. <laughs> oh well, no more. And like that, I right? think it's probably a good time to wrap this baby up. Yeah, we're go- We 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 went strong for yeah. a while. We now. did. That was not a scrapple. That I don't know what food stuff that was for your podcast. No, that was that was, was a main scrapple. entree right there. That was like <laughs> that was sirloin steak. That was that was steak with no sides and no gravy. <laughs> Maybe there, I think there was some meat. There were some dinner rolls on the side there, <laughs> you know. Rolls. Yeah, you talked about the auctioning. That was like the auctioning was like a limp carrot off to the side. <laughs> that was the break from the steak because you know you yeah, you gotta you gotta give your jaw a break. So it's like mm, <laughs> dog is you gonna get locked jaw from eating steak for an hour. I got TMJ after that steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just goodness. cooking all night. <laughs> Oh, well, like I said, I, I hope I hope it, the the U.S. Open will deliver at least some kind of wonderful storyline for us to talk about because it makes mm-hmm. it makes doing this podcast a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> remember when the the, mas- the do Masters were, well after the Masters were like, yeah, man, I took a nap. Oh, I took a nap too. <laughs> yeah, there was no nap taking in this. Like I didn't. I didn't fall asleep at all. No, I thought I was gonna code. I thought I was gonna code blue. <laughs> Sarah standing by with the paddle, so I was like, <laughs> just I was flopping on. I was flopping on the couch. I was like, defibrillate me, Sarah! Defibrillate me! <laughs> it's too much excitement. Clear, clear, clear. All right, hit that nine iron in. God damn it! <laughs> I'm good for a couple more holes. Yeah. So you put that. <laughs> Get the breathing. <laughs> I think we need to Put do our own breathing in my on mouth, the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, the wood spoon like strapped around my head and stuffed in my mouth <laughs> for, the last, oh, for the last hole. <laughs> and toothpicks hold my eyelids open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's all you heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a visual of this and it's just too funny. Oh damn, your butt fell out again. Oh, you only hear out of one ear. That's it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I had a nice bib around my neck so to catch the foam from my mouth. <laughs> You're lucky to have such a lovely wife. 
Yeah. My, my daughter would not do such me. things for me. She'd look at me, roll her eyes, and walk away. <laughs> You're, oh and just say, God. You're weird. You're weird. <laughs> You're totally yeah, weird. What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Good times. Uh, all right. I'm wrapping this up. Like I said before, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. I've been lacking on Instagram, but I'm going to try and yeah, you've been bombing. make it up for it. Huh? You've been bombing on Instagram. Well, remember, Instagram was supposed to be your uh, your thing. <laughs> so we, we got no, right. nothing to say from that end. Right, right, right. You came with this idea of like, oh, man, it's cool. And then you had like one little problem. You're like, yep, I'm done. Come on, yeah. you, you, walked, you walked away from Instagram like you walked off the golf course last week. Oh, you're trying to just oh. rub salt in my wounds right now. It won't work, Dan. Hey, I'm I'm waiting right. for you to, to step up. Step up. All step, right. you step just keep... up. <laughs> you just keep waiting. Right. I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> Eventually. Season two. Uh-huh. Season two. Whenever that may be. Five years later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't hear anything. Oh, both earbuds. All right, wrap it up. Kill it, this thing. Yeah, that's it. Let's kill it now. Kill All it. right. Folks, thanks for joining in and uh, listening in. And uh, we will be back next week. Cease. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't know where my wood. Uh... Let me stop the recording. Stop the recording. Stop it.